Hey, welcome back. Well, I have a little bit of time before my Bible study. It's Saturday morning here. Um, Halloween, and I did not know today was Reformation Day. So um, this is a really big day um, in our history. It was um, the day that Martin Luther is supposed to posted those 95 theses uh, to the wall and uh, started a revolution. Well, no, he started basically a new way of... Um, faith and before that everyone thought that you had to work for your faith in other words you had to uh, you know tithe the most or do the most work and feed the poor and you know do all these different you know things that were important to get into heaven and he found in his readings of the bible that it was faith alone that that's all you needed was to believe and your belief would be enough to give you salvation. Um, so it's a, it's a pretty big... I'm, today I'm going to watch Luther. Uh, it's Saturday. Of course, we're still in the pandemic. And the saddest, saddest statistic I'm going to share with you is that yesterday, 101,000 new people became infected with the SARS-V2 virus. Um, it, it's just... It's unimaginable. It's unimaginable that a hundred and 1,000 people yesterday found out there's a possibility they could die. Can you imagine that? Imagine in your lifetime that 101,000 people found out yesterday, Friday, mischief night normally would be a night of merriment and, you know, going to run around getting quick last costumes for their kids or maybe they were preparing to go to a Halloween party. Not that I go to Halloween parties, but people do. And instead of that, they found out that the possibility that they're going to have shortness of breath, that they may lose their taste of smell, there'll be horrible headaches, that their lives are going to change dramatically. And even with these long haulers, you find that months later, they're still receiving and still feeling that the effects of this awful, awful virus. Um, and you know, Tuesday is the election. On Tuesday, I'm going to do a special podcast. And the podcast is, I am going to pick up the podcast in the evening and I'll see how long it lets me go. And I, you'll sit here and watch with me and I will go over um, the results of the podcast. I mean, report results of the election. So it's going to be a, an off on, I think. So I may stay on for a little bit and come back and tell you where we are. But it will be something that you'll be able to keep and remember maybe four years from now. So um, that's where we are. And now we're back to, um, we're rolled back the clock before the virus. So the, the beginning of it says the next Bible study is Wednesday, February 27th, 2020, 12 to 1 p.m. In that room 337 where we would always meet. Um, you encourage you bring your lunch and friend and a friend. Bill will supply the Bible materials. And we, I always would, this has kind of changed over the time, but back then it was more of just uh, informational. I hadn't, I hadn't, I guess I hadn't really gone into deep prayer and asked the Lord to lead me, you know, but it was still mostly just the scripture 
and um, the daily devotional. So it was from Proverbs 17, 9. I said, whoever would foster love covers over an offense, but whoever repeats their matter separates close friends. So what this is basically saying is that when you do something wrong or you hurt someone, you should, I mean, I mean, you should, you should, you should go back to the person and basically apologize. But then you shouldn't repeat the offense. Like if you hurt that person, because we've done that, we've said things or done things. And when we go back for looking for forgiveness, there's tears in our eyes. We're very upset that we hurt the person. So the, the, the Proverbs is speaking that when we do that, and we shouldn't repeat it, that should be the end of it. Um, once you've asked for forgiveness. And that's pretty much, well, sin is a, a constant over and over uh, battle. Um, but our battles is not with each other. It's not with, it's with Satan. He is, he is the great deceiver. He convinces us that what we're doing is okay. Then when we do it, he convicts us. Uh, so we're still in the book of Luke. I mean, this is a very, 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 very important verses. So I'm going to read it. And I want you to understand what actually is taking place. So this is before the, the crucifixion. This is after Jesus has basically named the twelve. Now he's going to send them out to start spreading the news. So it starts with Jesus sends out the twelve. When Jesus had called the twelve together, he gave them power and authority to drive out all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. He told them, take nothing for journey, no staff, no bag, no bread, no money, no extra shirt. Now, if you understand in that time, an extra shirt was big because you probably had maybe you know, one outfit, a tunic, and then you had underpants or would be considered underclothes. And that was it. Like, that was all you had. So he's telling them to take nothing. Don't take a stick to walk with. Don't take a bag with other things. Don't take food with you. Don't take money. Whatever house you enter, stay there until you leave that town. If people do not welcome you, leave their town and shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. So they set out and went from village to village, proclaiming the good news and healing people everywhere. But as you understand something, when when we do the gospel and we do the Lord's work, it's not always going to be beneficial. It's not always going to be people receiving. Some will, some won't. And he speaks about that through all through the scriptures. There's prophets that were received and others that weren't received. So verse verse 7, now Herod the Tetrarch heard about all that was going on and he was perplexed because some were saying that John had been raised from the dead. Others Others that Elijah had appeared, and still others that one of the prophets of long ago had come back. Turn the page, I'm sorry. But Herod said, I beheaded John. Who then is this I hear such things about? And he tried to see him. So, evil will try to rise itself up against you. Uh, 
but you have to understand we we have the the Holy Spirit in us and so do they so yes it could be a bad time it could be persecution it could be capture it could be but he's always there with us he he always is with us through everything excuse me through the good through the bad through the pandemic through the non-pandemic through good times when we're flying on the plane when we're home you know with our kids and going to work sleeping he's with us he's with we are never alone and as Christians we have a promise that he was with us that day that he came to us and he effectually called us we became a child of God and this morning believe it or not that is the theme we're in Galatians in our morning Bible study and it's going from being a slave which would be a slave to sin to a child of God I was on a, um, I digress, I was on a pal talk last night, which I have since deleted, because I've come to the realization that, you know, the dark, the dark forces live on these websites, and it was supposed to be uh, a website about Christianity, it was supposed to be a website about sharing the gospel, and this guy got on there and started sprouting this, ridiculousness like I mean everything he was saying I'd heard before it was nothing that he was saying that I hadn't heard before Mithra and Ismet and always trying to disclaim and my only question to him and my question to you is if you doubt the scripture and if you doubt that the word of God or you doubt that the word of God is God breathed what is your sin? How are you living your life? Are you living your life holy and righteous? Or are you living your life the way you want to live it? So that could be fornication, adultery, idolatry, cursing, lying, cheating, stealing. If you're living your life that way, that is not the life the Lord wants for you. And that life will only lead to destruction. And the second question I ask a man like that. So how is your life? I mean, is it perfect? Is everything going great? Because in the middle of a pandemic, there was a seven-point earthquake in Greece and Turkey. If that's not birth pangs, I don't know what is. Which Jesus speaks of in Matthew 24. So, um... We're 10 minutes and 52 minutes into it, and I'm going to um, sign off, and I hope you all enjoyed, uh, you know, the podcast, and God bless you, and may the Lord bless you and keep you. Bye-bye.